The news on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. As a champion in adapting to the new reality of climate change and the need to move away from fossil fuels to renewable energy to electric ways to power our big vehicles. We have this incredible opportunity where you have bus makers like us, you have farm equipment, you have a massive trucking community, you've got this really enhanced and elevated uh, Red River uh, College Polytech, and you've got University of Manitoba and a tremendous skill base in Manitoba. So the ability now as we move from living in our own swim lanes, our own industries, to electrification, automation of vehicles, uh, tying the technology, the expertise, leveraging it here, we got a really neat opportunity right now to try and go to the next level, not just sit in their own little worlds. NFI President and CEO Paul Subri on positioning the bus manufacturer to use Winnipeg as a hub, as a test city in a post-COVID world to collaborate on electrification, autonomous buses, then in a depot, say, with 500 of those buses. Once the driver has finished a route, the bus would drive itself through that facility, getting washed and recharged without that driver. It's an important step that Fred Meyer, president and CEO of RRC Polytech, says is coming. We've invested heavily in uh, some of the best research space in, I would argue, in, in North America. We've uh, we've recently built a, a mode of lab, which is the 7,000-square-foot facility. It's a, essentially a full dyno uh, testing facility for heavy vehicles. You can bring motor coaches in there. You can bring in full tractor truck trailers in there, uh, ag equipment and others. And you can test it from minus 40 to plus 40 in that chamber. With us now live on 680 CJOB, three guests. Kirk Burkar is Vice President Engineering Services at New Flyer Industries. Jojo Delos Reyes is Research Program Manager at RRC Polytech's Vehicle Technology and Energy uh, Center. And Ron Vanderwees is President and CEO of that Vehicle Technology Center. Thank you all for joining us this afternoon. Thank you very much. Mr. Vanderwees, let's start with you. We hear about the emerging technology in all electric vehicles that will be able uh, to also at some point be autonomous. Where are we in that in the heavy equipment sector? And, and what's being done in Winnipeg now? Well, in Manitoba, we have, uh, we're blessed to have about 25 companies that are building big things on rubber wheels. And all of us are on some kind of a path to zero emissions, smart and connected vehicles, exactly what you described at the opening of the show. Um, it seems that the, the transit vehicles, uh, the transit industry is a little bit ahead of uh, the rest of the industries in regards to the zero emission buses. And uh, they're starting to get into the uh, automated operation in a trial basis. Um, it's in a way the technology is advancing quickly, but it's one of these things where um, there's so much at stake if something were to go wrong in the world of autonomy that we have to take a careful graduated approach. Jojo, I think we live in the frozen north, if you will, and, and something that our family has been interested in for a very long time is, is looking at an electric vehicle, but one of our concerns has always been, what about the battery in in minus 40? Do they perform better now than they used to be, or is it is it a bit of a myth that they maybe don't work as well in the cold? Well, that, that's one of the myths that we had uh, tried to debunk, uh, that electric vehicles work in the cold. Uh, so, 
for the for the past five years, I think that there has been significant improvement on battery technology, and that the issue on range anxiety is no longer an issue because you have more range now on on, on electric vehicles um, compared to before, where you have limited range. That's why the effect of the cold would become a concern for drivers of electric vehicles. Jojo, what are we using those batteries? We use lithium-ion, uh, most, mostly lithium-ion uh, chemistry. And that is found here in Manitoba, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So the, the, the materials are in our own backyard. So I wonder, uh, Kirk Burkhar uh, of New Flyer Industries, that there is a lot of opportunity right from the mineral right to the, to the bus door here, is there not? Yeah, I would say Canada is a perfect example of um, of uh, raw materials that can support an entire industry. So, in terms of our natural resources, and just in terms of our R and D and and brain power in this in this country, um, you know, we could really take advantage of this new technology and uh, new industries and a new economy. We and with our size, uh, we should be able to move faster than the large U.S. Um, because it, it is easier to collaborate, and and Winnipeg is a great example of that. So, Ron, from your perspective at, as uh, part of the Vehicle Technology Center, can we can we do these things? Can we extract that lithium that's needed for the batteries and do all this this uh, this tech as we try to move our our country and our world away from fossil fuels? But can we still do that work and be environmentally responsible while we, for example, get that lithium ion and and get it into vehicles eventually? Well, it's interesting. Uh, your question is very interesting because one of the presentations that's going on right now is in regards to uh, electrification of mining vehicles and getting them to zero emissions. So we're looking at the whole supply chain, right, from moving the materials out of the ground through to getting it onto whatever transport it needs to the factory, to the consumer. And you have to look at that entire chain and try to uh, minimize the emissions of that entire chain as it as it goes. I think that's super fascinating. And Jojo, I'm I'm from rural Manitoba and some farmers in my life. And, and we often don't think about it. We've talked a little bit about electrification of, for example, semis. But why couldn't a combine or a swather be electric? Is that something, um, to me, the range isn't necessarily a, a big issue when it comes to farm implements. That's correct. And I think uh, the electrification for the agricultural sector is coming up. Uh, it's just... Uh, lagging behind you know the buses and the trucks but uh, i believe that is something that is on the roadmap of most of our agricultural equipment manufacturers it's still in its infancy so kurt Berger of new flyer industries where is this all going from uh, nci's perspective uh, as a base in winnipeg because uh, the reality is we still don't have an electric bus on the streets of Winnipeg. There's a lot of potential. How do we translate that potential into reality? Again, from an engineering perspective and the challenges that we have here. I, th- I think um, I think uh, Winnipeg Transit was instrumental in New Flyer developing the technology with support of the VTC and Red River College. And the work we did with Winnipeg Transit back in 2014 has really allowed us to, to roll electric buses out across North America. So we're very grateful to uh, their partnership. The, the, the challenges that we have here, uh, you know, we, we know Winnipeg Transit well. We have a lot of respect for them. It's a complicated plan. Um, 
So it takes time to plan that out well so that ultimately you roll out and execute even better. So they've got a very diverse strategy from what we've seen and what we've heard even as recent as today. And I don't think we have technological challenges. I think what we have is maybe infrastructure and facility challenges to scale, um, you know, to go beyond a pilot program of one or two buses. But the technology is ready, and uh, we know Winnipeg Transit's ready. That's the grid. That's, you know, we're pretty good in this province at generation, but it's as far as transmission and distribution is concerned, that's where we have to focus a lot of our efforts in the months and years ahead. Agreed? Yes, agreed. Infrastructure is critical. Gentlemen, fascinating conversation. Thank you so very much for joining us. And I am sure that in the days, weeks, and months ahead, we're going to be talking a lot more about this topic as Manitoba tries. uh, And I think we are poised for success here as far as uh, meeting some of the challenges that we have in this province. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.